You're listening to All Ears with Somewhere Soul. James, thanks for coming on for the podcast. Thank you how's for it going? having me on, man. It's good. What's happening? Yeah, how's your week been? Yeah, it's really good. Thank you, man. It's really, really hectic. It's time of year, but it's all good. It's all good. Happy to be here. Nice. So there's a very good reason you're on the podcast first. So I had a long, long list of people to invite on the podcast and just had it on the back burner. And then you tweeted, if you remember. I did. Yeah, <laughs> saying, I, someone no, I get did. me on a podcast. And I was I like, love, yeah, yeah. shit, someone's going to like, someone's going to like snipe him before me and get him on the podcast. Oh, man. So all of a sudden I was like emailing the manager. Yeah. Can James come on ASAP? So yeah. No, good yeah. Good I love here. podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. It's like my go-to, like just like downtime. I love listening to podcasts. But yeah, thank you for having me on, man. No, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a pleasure. So before we move on to the Colours performance, which is the main subject of the podcast, mm. We have to talk about Jazz Cafe. Mm. So for people who don't know, you sold out the Jazz Cafe two, was it two weeks ago? Uh, yeah, two weeks ago it was. Yeah, On a Monday? Ago. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know, I know. It was like, we put it on quite late as well, which is the thing. We put it on, it was only on sale for like, I think it was like a month and a half. So that's why we had to do it on a Monday. We yeah. couldn't get a better day. But yeah, it was a special night, man. Like... It was really, um, it was really emotional for me. You probably saw it at the end, got a yeah, bit, yeah. bit teary and stuff. But no, it was like, why so like, why so emotional? Did you feel? I think the venue. I think definitely. I've always wanted to play there. I remember seeing, yeah, it was I think I saw Tom Mish there. I was like, this is such uh, a great I mean, what venue. The, was it? The Are We Live? Yes, one? yes, it was. It was the Are We Live one. Was it was Are We Live? Yeah, full and, circle. Um, that? Yeah, we're, we're sat in Pinkbird Studio. Know. Shout out Pinkbird. Plug in, are we live? <laughs> I know, but um, no, yeah. So I, I always wanted to play that venue. It's yeah. like super legendary, and like, I think it was like the first venue. It was like we played uh, Notting Hill Arts Club. The yeah. first show I did was in November last year. Managed to sell that out, which was cool. We did Omira in February. You sold out as well, didn't you? Sold that. That's out. a yeah, big venue. That. Yeah. For a second show. Yeah, it was a bit of a step up. So it was yeah. a bit like... And then, uh, yeah, that, no, that was March. So we sold that out, luckily. And then, yeah, so we did three headlines. Yeah, and then we did this one, just gone, Jazz Cafe, and then managed to sell that out. But it was cool. It was like it was like the first show that felt like like a big show. Mm. Like, it was like the first show, it was like your mum's not in the front. <laughs> and like your, your mates and like well, your girlfriend. Was she sat like, upstairs? She was sat upstairs, yeah. like in the corner. It's yeah, perfect. So. It's like a sort of like... Fence the sort of adults off no, it's from the from... man. Have like really good food as well. I'm yeah. So, no, it's a sick venue, man. And uh, it was the first one that was like, felt like, well, okay, mm. this is actually like quite serious now. But yeah, it was great, man. It was a real honor to play that venue. So, and being there as well, it wasn't like a sometimes I've been to shows at Jazz Cafe on a Monday before and they're fairly like chilled. You see people with the like mm. lime and soda or like they're just like bobbing their head. People were like drunk. <laughs> People were like having a really, really good time. They're yeah, going they're for good. it. Like, the atmosphere was crazy. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but like, my shows tend to be like that. Yeah. Like it's cool. Every single one we've done so far is like really interactive, which is great. It's so great. Like I knew that until morning was going to be like a big song in the set. Mm. Like because obviously because it was the song for colors and and everything, but sort of it was mad. Like I put a video off on on the yeah, ground. Yeah, and it was like. It. 
is like crazy. It's not a sing along song as well. Like it's yeah. not. It's not. It's so slow, and it's like, yeah. But like people are loving it, man. Yeah. Like some people special. out there trying their best with those some of those notes. Oh, go for it, man! It was just like people like screaming out, like yeah. you know, it was so. Oh man, it was the best night ever. Like, and then I looked on your stories mm. and expecting to see like loads of fans posting and. It was like, who was it? Jay Gray, Ellie Ingram. Yeah, yeah. Just loads of other artists were at the show. Like, Yeah, man. It was really great so cool. to see. It was, um, I think R&B as a genre isn't like, I think the the more that the community can come together, like to support the R&B is great. And uh, I we like we were at the the Marie Dalstrom show the other day. Oh, yeah. At Amira, which was great and stuff. I've never like, been so self-conscious <laughs> about being asked to sing along when I stood next to you and Carmody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just keeping like yeah, yeah, fully yeah. quiet. No, no, man. It was, um, <laughs> it was uh, but no, man, it was great. And like, we all support each other. And, like yeah, shout out nice. to Jay Gray and shout out to Ellie Ingram and Louis Matters and Math Time Joy and like all like, my mates were there and stuff. Like, it was really cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It seems like there really is like a more now than ever. Everyone just like plugs each other, supports each other, like comes to each other's shows. Like. Yeah, I think so. I think the girls do it best. I think yeah. the girls <laughs> I think the girls do it the best. I think I see like the unity that like Marie and comedy and everyone has mm. and it's like really really great to see and I see like Mahalia and Ella May and stuff and they're all bigging each other up and that's really yeah, yeah. really great to see man I want another podcast from them I'm just gonna say that now from who? Time of the Month oh yeah no they, she was saying that they're gonna bring it back yeah it's been too long yeah no they were saying they're gonna put it back yeah nice yeah. nice yeah so the perfect segue on from Jazz Cafe is you introduced uh, your um, Colours song by saying few months ago this song changed my life mm. so how did it come about um it's it's a weird one like well i think firstly i've loved colors like i've always like really admired the um the platform i think like some of the people that they've put on there like some of the people that i love like i found like a lot of artists that i listen to now on there like Ravina and mm. stuff and like people like that like I'd never have found before and um yeah it's, a, it's like an honor to play that and then we I wrote I got put in a session with Louis Matters for the first time mm -hmm. and we wrote until morning the first session we had the first session first session yeah first session we wrote it did um, you have like a look you looked at each other and you were like <laughs> Wow. No, I think what it was is like it was like one of the first producers I think I've worked with. Not one of the yeah, one of the first producers. Like there's a few of them that's really just allowed me to sort of like do what I want to do mm -hmm. in the sense of just like give me like completely like artistic freedom and sort of like molded around me and what I want to do. And um yeah, we wrote that song and I remember I remember actually saying to him like true story. I was like, this would be sick on colours. This would be so no cool on colours. But it was like really rough. So yeah, I think we we'd applied because it was back in the days when you could actually submit on the website. I don't know if you can do okay. that so much anymore. I'm not sure. But you could submit uh So there was a like rather than email, there was literally a like submit your music. Yeah, yeah, you could oh, submit okay. and stuff. But I'd done it like six times and never heard anything back. Like because yeah. they get like so much, I can imagine. Because it's worldwide as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, then like two or three months later, like January sort of time, I think it was January, February, 
they like just in the inbox came like, oh, we'd love to have James on. I don't know if it that was like linked to the submission because it's quite late afterwards or not, but you have to ask them. I guess they must. Do they scout for artists themselves? They have, yeah, yeah. Do they, they have, have like like a full on, and... They have a full on team mm-hmm. there now. Um, so yeah, we did that. Yeah, so we heard back from them and then. What was your reaction initially? I was gassed, bro. Like, <laughs> like different level. Because that's like that's like I like I'm a lot I like to see myself as like a live performer, like first and foremost, and then recording sure. artists second. So I feel like that's kind of like the best platform out there. It sort of feels like you got like you like, like majestic casuals, like a really like big thing. I feel like colours is sort of like the new wave of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it was a really, really big honor to play that um yeah and then yeah they hit us up and then flew over in to germany and berlin to film it mm-hmm. and yeah rest is history but yeah I guess and how so. does the the filming just to clear this up once mm. and for all because everyone always asks it's a it's a green screen yeah. right yeah it's yeah. a green screen okay. yeah <laughs> my one is actually green though yeah, yeah, green. yeah. So it's just like it actually looks like it's a green. Yeah, screen. yeah. There's people yeah. out there being like, "Where are they getting all this fabric from?" Yeah, no, I didn't know that too. <laughs> no, it's really cool because I, I think they just moved offices or something. So like, I got told it was like in a shed from Jay Gray. Jay Gray was like, mm. "Oh, it's in, it's in like a, a shed or something." But I think they just moved, and it was in like the penthouse of this like warehouse in like some random place in Berlin. It's sick, like proper sick place, and it's like. Um, they got like an artist area. It looks like what you'd imagine, like a Google office. Like. Really? It's really sick. And they got like the big crew filming them. Uh, and then they got adjacent to that, like a little press room as well, where they shoot all the um the stuff with Instagram, like the stories and stuff as well. So, so. it's a full-on office operation. It's like a, yeah. like a proper like military uh, team there. They're sick. They're sick. That's, 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 I think that's what's so cool about it. Even though... They've got however many subscribers and the videos hit like millions of plays. There's something about it. You watch it and you just sort of, ass- maybe it's just me, but you sort of assume that it's like a couple of guys or a couple yeah. of guys or girls that have just set it up and started it and are still just like shooting it on a green screen mm. and have just built this massive. But the yeah. fact they actually have a huge team in an office. No, I think it was that. I think it was when they yeah, started. I'd love to know how, like, I'd love yeah. to know like the timeline of yeah. how no they, they've they're taking it to different levels now like it's such like a because they bring out so many as well mm. they do like two a week or three a week so you think about like how much work that must take like editing i think that it's all in-house as well yeah. so like in the room that you had like cameras sound guy camera technician sound technician and everything but it's sick it's probably sick and how many takes for the track uh, what was like we, the process? Yeah, of yeah, we it? I did three. I did three takes of it. Did, I think we ended up using the third because, like, I think that they're, they're quite like precise and like you can't like look at the camera. Mm-hmm. I think they don't like you looking at the camera. I think I did by accident like, in one of them. <laughs> it's out the corner of your eye. Yeah, and then yeah, I guess three isn't isn't too many actually. Thinking back on it, like, and I think we chose the third one because it was more relaxed and stuff and. First mm-hmm. one, I'm like stiff, like, but that was good. Really happy with it. Yeah, yeah. And then, so three takes. What's the like? You leave Berlin, you come home. What's the? How long does it take before it's live? I can't remember. I mean, it came out in early June, 
Yeah, early June, September now. So, yeah, that's October now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah. So it's for yeah. So yeah, I think I can't remember how much. It's like six weeks or something. So oh, so it's quite a long. Yeah, it's a little bit of a wait. So in between that time, it's like. <laughs> Was it like constantly in your mind the whole time? You've got it in the back of your head that like, shit, my mm. colors like videos. Yeah, I, in the pipe. Yeah, I hadn't really told anyone as well. Um. I was really nervous because I didn't know how it would turn out as well after doing it. I, really? Yeah, well... Because no, someone, someone in the YouTube comments is like, oh, it's like you... It's That song was just like designed for your voice, which obviously you and mm. Louis Matter hit up a session and yeah. that was the product. So it was in a way, but like it was really like... No, I think so. I think what it was is like I hadn't released until morning at the time. I think I'd done it at the Somewhere Soul Night. I'd done it at Somewhere Soul Night and oh, I'd done yeah. it at a mirror, but that's the only two times I've ever done it. I'd always loved the song, but like mm-hmm. I'd heard from like a bunch of people, it was, it's too slow, it's too like, it's too raw. It's like, it's too just raw. I think it was, it's just like so <laughs> Finally, passionate who said that? and stuff. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's just like, I didn't know if the song was like, it was going to do as well as it did. Yeah. Basically, and I think I think it, I was really happy with how it went down because, mm-hmm. like, so you know, as a singer, you know, like when when it's gone well and stuff. And I was just really wanted to do my best because I'm such a big fan. Like, I've really felt the pressure yeah, yeah, yeah. before, like a hundred percent, like so nervous before. Um, yeah, because no, it is it, like one. It is like such a big opportunity to. It really is showcase man. yourself, and I, I feel like some artists. Naturally, I'm not going to name any names, but they do either a song that has been around for a while or a song that doesn't really, I feel like, yeah. properly showcase them. Whereas that yeah, is like absolutely. the perfect example of your voice just like, just going up a level and then up a level and just yeah. like... It- I think it's like the first song that I've ever like released that's allowed me to do that as well. Because yeah. I feel like I've never really had a chance to sort of show off my voice like that as well in, in a lot of songs because it's like, there's like a sound in the UK and that my voice doesn't really cater to that I don't think so much so but yeah it was like yeah but I think moving, it taught me like a big lesson I was not saying the song changed my life because it was like it was like the first song that really allowed me to sort of like express myself onto a track like that song is mm-hmm. me like that is literally yeah, yeah. me as a singer and that's like me as a person um, like just like yeah because so, yeah. I remember you said at Jazz Cafe people were telling you to like oh like Stick with like the electronics, like more I think so. Electronic production, yeah. And stuff. I I sort of fell into that world. Okay. When I started making music, not really knowing, I'm a bit naive. I think as you're young, you're like you just the people that I like grew up with and stuff, and the people that I was working with when I started music, like told me that that was the route to go. Hindsight, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so you see yourself doing more of the. I think yeah, I think R and B is where I belong. Yeah, like, for sure. And it's um, yeah, I I yeah, I think that's just definitely the route which I feel most comfortable, and that's why until morning will always hold as like a special place in my heart. Like yeah, for sure. yeah. it's really really um, opened a lot of doors as well, which is cool from the session as well, like the amount of views it's got and stuff, and yeah, the exposure. Well, if ever you need confirmation on the direction you're going in, it's the four million views in <laughs> four months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so talk yeah, us through not... like when the video dropped mm. and just like a minute, hour, week, month sort of yeah. update. Please it don't was... skimp on any details. No, <laughs> no, it's it's um 
I was like, I remember when it when it dropped, I was like waiting. I was like on my phone, like, oh my god, it's about to drop, it's about to go down. But because um, I'd, I'd I'd seen it as well, and like I'd seen like a couple of the edits of it. And I wasn't like hugely happy with it, like my performance, just because I was like, oh, I could have done this bit better, could have done this bit better. Oh, I thought the BVs could have been louder or something, but then they they were right. They said to me like, no, like this is like the live version of your song. Like mm-hmm. just trust us on this. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Especially because I'm not a big artist as well. So I really like sort of needed this moment. Like yeah. I think a lot of people can see that in the performance as well. It's like, I, this is like, that. I felt like my shot sort of yeah, in a yeah. sense and like I was like I'm really gonna like give it everything people love that, that as well like, I think they like I think that's why people comments, like it I yeah. think that's why people like it as well but yeah going back to your point um it was it was sort of like instant in a sense that my phone was like like likes and stuff it was wicked man it was cool like I went from like a thousand Instagram followers to now like seven thousand in like couple of months which is like mad like it's cool like I never really used Instagram that much (laughs) you want it all the time yeah like now it's like I've got a like post on it now because it's like um and then yeah it was it was insane bro it was insane like there's been a lot of crazy things happen from it what crazy things um (laughs) I'm trying like the weirdest thing that's like happened like the best things happened Kehlani hit me up no way yeah Kehlani hit me up like that was pretty sick she was like she said something like um oh you got beautiful little angel voice or something and I was like oh my god this is like Kehlani like <laughs> what's real. going on but um yeah man it's just mad like the amount of people that send like the songs like changed their life and stuff and it's like people are like I found Jesus again my god but I don't know what that means but that's cool that's really <laughs> jokes wow. like I have no idea what that means but um <laughs> No, man, like, it's wicked. And this is a song that me and Louis just, like, wrote. And, yeah, to see that it's had, like, that much of an impact in people's life is, like, really, like, really special, so. And where were the bulk of the, where was the bulk of the feedback, like, coming from? Like, Twitter, um, Instagram, Facebook, emails? What? Yeah, I think it was, it felt, I think Instagram's been, like, the main one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I feel yeah. like people aren't really bothered about Facebook anymore. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. I would agree with you on Everyone's, that. It just seems everyone is on Instagram. That's probably like my least active yeah. one out of all of them. Like if you're going to like connect with an artist, no yeah. one goes to Facebook to like yeah, my go-to see what to they're go up to. to Instagram. Yeah, for sure. You just can't. No, definitely. You're right on that. Yeah. Although Twitter's still like... Yeah, Twitter's popping, Twitter's, man. Twitter's yeah, it's cool. I love Twitter. Music, it's funny. For the music industry, yeah. Yeah, the Twitter, yeah, Twitter reaction was great as well because obviously like colours are on every platform as well. Yeah, yeah. But it was... um. Yeah, it was special, man. It was such an honour to do it. And I just wanted to do my, give it my best shot. And at what and, point did you realise that this isn't just going to be sort of your average colours video um, in terms of the like the views and the traction it got? Was there like a turning point where you were like, Jesus, like a lot of people are like watching, listening to I this? I don't know. I think it's a good point. Uh, I think when it hit a million... How quickly... Yeah, I was going to say how quickly was that? It hit a million within the first month. I think it was about three weeks and it hit a million. And I was like, oh. I, I, I said before we did it, I was like, if it hits a million at some point, I'd be like so happy because like... Yeah. It's a big... That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people listening to it. Um, but yeah, no, that was pretty insane. So, yeah. 
No, I think I think that I think that was it. I think that was it. The, the million. And did you like mellow out at any point when it hit like two million, three million? Was or was it like you were still just like I'm still were you constantly checking? Or no, I, do, I try not to check as much. Like my manager likes to check. We'll check it like <laughs> days and stuff. Like um, I try not to check it as much now. But at the start, I was checking it like every day. Yeah, it's still doing like forty k or fifty. 40 to 60k like a day a day a day which is mad as people like watching it as well like that's crazy that's that's, that's what I find so amazing is the people watching Mm. music but there is a thing and it's the same with podcasts these days people like to see what's going on like it's such a simple premise just like bright colours but whenever I'm I've never listened to a colours in the in the background I would just always I would just always watch it Mm. No, I'm the same, man. Like, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. It was, and always it was all the way through as well. Yeah, no, definitely. And I found so many great people off of mm. it. Um, and to be on that list, like, with people, there's, like, people before me. I think it was, like, like Jordan Rakai was before yeah. me. And then, like, Charlotte Day Wilson and, like, Slow Tie or something. And then... When he was after me and then like Daniel Caesar I think was before me and oh, it was like these are yeah, all yeah. people I listen <laughs> yeah. to and are like obsessed with so it was like mm. it seems like, like they have been getting a lot more people from UK yeah recently uh, yeah UK yeah. I think rightly so as well man like UK is um, it's got some real great artists out here that need to be heard so Fair play to him. I think someone put it best on a comment on your video where they said what they're putting in the water in South London. Which is ironic because I'm from Surrey. So, <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> no, it's, um, no, I say South London's, but I'm like on the border. Of yeah, South London, yeah, yeah. Sorry, but, it's, um, but no, yeah, I know it's, it's mad. It's, it's cool. The YouTube comment section is, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's funny, man. It's funny. I love this. You've, you've, you've had to dig through it. I've had a few digs for it. It's been like really positive though. Like yeah. people are like, don't look at the comments. Like don't look at the comments. But yeah, because for some, there's some YouTube channels where the comments are just like, oh man, like, like where have these people come from? No, like, but colors seem to have a pretty good. I think so. I think, I think like pretty good music, audience. I think, yeah, Majestic Casual is like a similar sort of one. It's like, it's generally pretty positive. Like just because people are there to, to hear music. They're not here to troll, I guess. Like, yeah. Um, I get a lot of comments about my uh, tight trousers <laughs> yeah, I and my chapped lips, apparently as well. Chapped lips, I did see that I've one. That it's like times. if you've listened to that, I was and nervous. That's your, ta- yeah. that's your takeaway. <laughs> it's like, um, it's hot. It was a hot day. It was a hot day. So, but um, but no, no, like it's been so positive, man. Like, and some of the comments are like really, really like. It's a couple of them have really moved me as well. Like reading some of them, like. Mm saying how like it's helped people and stuff and like this is just a song I wrote as well like yeah. never ever would imagine it would have that sort of impact like but yeah yeah and what would you say is sort of done for your career progression since yeah. you, were you were no, you full time before yeah I was full time before yeah just how long about. have you been sort of doing um, this full time not long not long maybe like a year and a half mm-hmm. maybe a year and a half to, yeah, I think the start of 2017, I was doing full-time. Um, but yeah, my industry, like, taking it to the next... And it's, like, allowed me to sort of take it to the next level, like, moving forward as well. Just the amount of opportunities it's, like, done for me. So I'll, like, be so thankful for them for allowing me to do it because I'm an absolute nobody, like, on that platform. And then, like, it's sort of, like, really... 
allowed me to just like take just take it to the next step, man. Yeah. Like I'm just excited moving forward. Like we've got some really cool plans and stuff, which I can't say. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit afterwards. But, okay. Um can't say here. But it's cool. leak anything. No, 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 it's cool. <laughs> but um Yeah, because yeah, I feel like you were at a point where you were sort of like popping off in London. I feel like you were getting a bit yeah. of a reputation um in London, mm. like Blue Lab. Blue Lab Beats Boys were yeah. sort of blowing up a bit and you were linked to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're my guys for sure. No, you're right. I but think, then obviously yeah. it's just a completely new It's worldwide audience, as well, which it? is yeah. the thing. Like, it's like meant that my listeners on like, without getting like too technical about like, numbers and stuff, like my listeners like on Spotify are like matched in US now to UK, which mm. is like a really rare thing for like a UK artist to have like a complete match. Um, so this means that I can go out there next year and play some shows like which I shouldn't really be doing until like I can do UK runner shows do yeah, you know yeah. what I mean like but so you've got you've got era, US shows lined up hopefully hopefully yeah so you can't say where hopefully no I'm sure we'll do like a couple maybe like west coast and a couple on the east coast nice. like, but yeah for sure that's crazy in the space of out of nowhere mate out, absolutely out yeah. of nowhere RKA like for sure out of nowhere but it's um yeah it's it's emotional, man. Like I don't know. Like it was it was sort of hard. It, was, it all came about a bit fast, and I don't think I was really prepared for it. Like especially mentally as well. Like I wasn't really. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask yeah. about. Is it? It must be, in some respects, sort of daunting or overwhelming for mm. that amount of exposure yeah. in such a short period of time. Yeah, it's sort of. Um, I definitely felt the pressure as well. Because it's like, okay, I've got to sort of like live up to this. But then I think over time, it's like, that song is me. If I continue being me, people are going to hopefully enjoy that. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I just had to have time to reflect from it. And because it all happened so fast, it was just like, well, but. Also, if there's that many people, 50,000 people watching it every single day still. Yeah. You've got a nice little window of time to... I think There's so. no rush no, for you so. to... I think so. It's, um, obviously, I don't want to slack too much, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But we won't. We won't slack. So, we, we, yeah, we got, I've got like a really good team around me now. Mm-hmm. Um, especially off the back of Colours, especially. like got a really good team around me. Oh, so you've added sort of team members since then? Or? Yeah, like we've got like... Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't say too much. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, since the Colours... Um, it's blown up massively. Hmm. Do you find yourself like attached to the numbers? I know you said in hmm. on Spotify, your followers have yeah. sort of leveled out. How how often do you find yourself sort of checking numbers and statistics? Is it hard to sort of switch off from that? I th- I I tend not to stay too close to it. If I'm completely honest, like I think if you're a person that can do that but not let it affect you, like fair enough like I wish I could like um yeah I get no I try not to stay too close to it obviously when it's going well like I want to keep up to date with it like I know like the colors is on like 3.9 something at the moment and stuff like but like yeah there's been times when I put out music and it's not expected and, and I've expected it to do better than I thought it was gonna do like songs yeah. I put out like I put out Song called Complexion mm-hmm. last year, and sort of, I kind of anticipated that to do a lot better than it did. I sort of to, to match my first single, which was Epiphany, mm-hmm. which I, like it's like my 
highest streamed song and stuff. I sort of I think I anticipate. I thought it was really really good. And and lately, I always thought lately I got a song called Lately, and yeah, I always yeah. thought that would way overtake. I always thought that was a much better song than mm-hmm. Epiphany. I was like, um, but. I don't think, I think looking back on it, it's like, I don't think as how well a song is doing or how many people have listened to it equates to how good the song is. I don't think that is Definitely the case not. at all, looking yeah. back on it. And I think like an, a younger version of myself didn't realise that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can look at that now. I think it's just a learning curve that we will have to go yeah. through. Um, also, I, Spotify just plays into the hands of songs that have been around for longer often because if they have more plays... You click on a profile, and they just serve you up the five most popular songs. And yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think yeah. And can think be easy just if to... you've got a certain type of sound as well. You're going to cater to that. Like there's a there are plenty of people that I know that haven't got like millions and millions of streams. Like the people like the Barney artists mm-hmm. and the Marie Dalstroms and stuff. People I feel like should be getting like millions of streams. Like super talented and stuff. Um, but they don't yeah so it doesn't i don't think it means that you're not making like good music at all like but i think a younger version of me thought that that was the case so i was like like got to stick to the electronic thing and that's what i was talking about earlier so well i think for all the like good that spotify has done there is also the sort of catch 22 where there's certain artists who if they get in the right playlist yeah, playlists. Their songs key. are just hitting yeah, like a sure. million no, plays, no problem. Yeah, and then there's fair others play, who fair play to them as well. Like, yeah, it's um, get on a good playlist, just sort of sweet. But I think the one thing that I learned is that like being being on a good playlist doesn't always equate to fans as well. Like, just because you can get like mm. ten million streams on a song doesn't mean that you're going to be able to sell out like a Coco. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't mean that. Um, so yeah, I think that's that because the, the fans have literally just spread around the world. I don't know or... what it is. I think it's just I don't think there's just a correlation between it. And um, for some artists it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like I think it's just different. It just depends on how engaging your audience is. And I, I couldn't tell you that I'm not an analyst, but like, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone else could. Do you bother with SoundCloud anymore? <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> no, do I problem with SoundCloud anymore? No. In terms of like uploading? Yeah, I mean, I will still? still upload on, yeah, on still, SoundCloud okay. and stuff, but I've never, ever had a big SoundCloud for yeah. anything, so... It's a shame. Um, I know what, what SoundCloud, glory, like, SoundCloud, SoundCloud was... glory days, it was just... Shit back there. I don't yeah. know if I can say that, but it was so good. I don't know what yeah, happened. it was the like, best. Make SoundCloud great again. I like, know. Sure. And then... I still use it quite a lot. No, you know, I'll for use it. I'll, new the music, only thing but... I use SoundCloud for now is um, to upload like demos and stuff, and like mm-hmm. private share them to like people and stuff. That's the only thing I want to do. Okay. For, which is still really sick. There's no, nowhere else I can do that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can upload directly to Spotify now, can't you? I got told that recently. Is it? Apparently, as can. an artist, can, you can yeah. just upload straight to. Yes, they've just Spotify. introduced that. They've just like. The other week, yeah, introduced that. I heard about that, which is going to be really interesting moving forward to see how that will affect things. But we'll see. Yeah, they're just evolving too quickly for anyone else. No, no they're, <laughs> they're killing the game. Yeah, they're like, they, I think the one thing I was really impressed with Spotify um, was the um, producer credits. They do now, yeah, yeah, it's the producer credits. So you can like, 
like you go on the tab and then you can actually see who's written and produced mm. a song and I thought that was like mind blowing I yeah. thought that was such a good feature because like producers aren't getting enough credit yeah, yeah. and like songwriters especially um, aren't getting enough credit um, which is like stuff that was such a cool feature and they're doing that on mobile now just which is which is really cool uh, that's so, cool yeah yeah because I remember I can't remember how I ended up on it but I was looking at Tom Mish's album the other day and the amount of people were like Jazz Karras mm. said was on there and so many people that I just had no idea were yeah. on the albums. That's a that's a really nice, Absolutely nice feature. So just to segue mm. back to Colours briefly, yeah. what do you think the reason um, <laughs> is that it blew up that big? Or reasons? I think there was a certain shock factor element to it, I think, as well. Um, as I said, like I'm a complete nobody as well. So I think there's curiosity, maybe the shock factor. Like, there's so many comments on there. Like, <laughs> they see, like this white guy, it's like a chubby white guy <laughs> on there. And they're like, what is this? Like, click on it, and then this note comes out, and they're like, what? This is not the same video. Like, I think so. Curiosity, I think, is a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, no one would have heard of me as well um, until seeing that. So. I I could only assume that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um I think also was was that the first drop of the song? Yeah. Yeah, so the colors is that cuz most people don't do that, do they? I swear most I people on people, colors they yeah. they do a song they've already released. Yeah, which, which is sort of, a bit risky in yeah. hindsight. But yeah, cuz until morning dropped on the Friday early June and then on the Monday the colours came out so it was like that weekend when it came out so it was all like like a big explosion which was like well done shout out to the management team for that <laughs> but um, but yeah no like it hadn't come out so it was like a real risk especially because if there were people that knew me they were probably expecting like Epiphany or something but I was like no I was like moving forward this is the sound of music I want to make and uh hopefully like people would be into that and they were which is yeah. really really sick man. it does make a lot of sense yeah. to drop something that people haven't heard before I think I guess so I guess so but I guess if you've got a lot of fans and people want to hear some a certain song they're like no I love this song and you know like it's gonna bang like you yeah, do yeah. a song that um, you haven't you, that is already out and it's really mm -hmm. popular so yeah Right, we're going to move on to some questions now. Questions? Yeah, that's how big time you are. <laughs> Had questions coming in on Instagram stories. Oh my God. Some better than others. Right, what have we got the first one? Do you work on your voice a lot? Mm, yeah, I do. I'm really, um, I'm really like careful when it comes to my, my voice is very delicate and uh, fragile. It doesn't sound delicate when you... <laughs> it doesn't, no, but it's like, I, I I don't drink. Yeah. Really, I do, I do drink. But I don't drink when I've got like a lot on and stuff, so like, oh, well, mm -hmm. I haven't drink, drunk now and like... Oh yeah, because I remember weeks. our show, you you didn't eat anything before Don't eat before, I won't, I won't have any dairy for like two weeks before a show. No I'm like really, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I'm like really careful about it. I have like take my craft really seriously. The reason for the dairy is that like... Personal diet stuff, or no, is that I think something that, that singers no, that's, do? No, I love cheese and that whole type cheese. <laughs> and, but like, <laughs> oh 
miles behind the camera. <laughs> but no, I love no, it's like um I, it just clogs up your throat, I think. I read mm. something, I think it like clogs you up and that. So it's like um that's just a personal thing. Like I know some people can't have spicy food mm-hmm. like, for a while because like it's just like, it's just a different thing. But for me, like dairy just absolutely mashes me up. Same with alcohol as well. So like I can't really drink and like, anyone that knows me will know like I don't really drink a lot at all. Sure. Um but unless I've got like a special occasion, I haven't got a lot on as well. Um There's someone yeah. somewhere in a like a Nando's, like a halloumi wrap, who's got like a show tomorrow and they're like gonna be no, like, but, like some they're gonna be can. freaking out. Like, <laughs> I wish I, if I was one of those people that can, I could absolutely do it. But just like I wanna always give myself like the best chance possible, like all the time. And so um, if that means me having to sacrifice like cheese and a beer, like obviously yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Do you know what I mean? So, no brainer. Yeah. So what sort of like exercises do you do? Because yeah, I've seen Jordan Rackey on mm. Instagram with this like water bottle. Oh, what is, is it, that? That is that like the steamer? He like blows. He's like blowing in it, but that must be a steamer or something. I'm guessing. I'm not sure. Like, um, yeah, yeah, steam manuka honey. Mm-hmm. Shout out to manuka honey. <laughs> Because that is ridiculous. Like, that has saved my ass so many really? times. Yeah. Manuka honey is called cool. Manuka honey tea. Um, yeah. But warm up all the time. Um, my songs are really high as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, my songs are so high. <laughs> so it's like, I've got, um, I've got to like really look after it. Because um, if I can't hit the high notes, people will be like, oh. So. so if you're not like practicing, train your voice on those <clears> high notes, what you're just. It's your voice is just like cracking up or yeah yeah pretty much yeah yeah because especially like until morning there's like mm-hmm. the first note in the song is like so high Goose so bumps. it's like i've got just for example but yeah a lot of them a lot of them really testing but yeah you get there in the end could you know so that song basically goes up in like levels mm. is there another level whenever i finished watching i was like is there another level to like when we, when we do it live we make it like six minutes long so you should all come to a live show for sure um, which is what we're really proud of really proud of the live show we work really hard on it yeah, yeah. Um, something I'm really proud of as an artist um, it's one thing that I really 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 work hard on um, we had Blue Lab Beats come on mm. and do like some like naughty guitar solo and then we went in which you saw afterwards um, but yeah we like we try and like make it make because obviously like people were gonna come down to see that show people were always gonna come down to, people were gonna come down to see that song sorry yeah um so i wanted to make it make it the moment of the show but at the same time still introduce them to the other songs that i've got and the mm-hmm. songs i've got moving forward as well i played some unreleased stuff um just to show them that yeah this is me like yeah, yeah. we can like did, did you finish on colors or did you went off and then came back on? Fin- and yeah, did... finished until morning and then came back on and did it lately. Some kind of lately, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, question number two. Oh my god. I'm going to start with the light ones because some of them get really not heavy, but just like oh. they're more like sort of expansive. So the next one is: right. if you could duet with any other artist, who would it be? Um. You've probably been doing it already behind nah, closed doors. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's the thing. Like, I've I've worked with like a lot of people that are, like, I'm a fan. I said I'd put a tweet like the other day. It's like, um, I'm working with people now that I was fans of like a couple of years ago. 
and stuff and like that's mad but i love to work with tom mish still yeah that's yeah. one thing like i've it's on oh, my man, list i can like, hear it i love to work with sg lewis like like on something properly um but yeah probably those two artists i'd say tom top mish and sg lewis yeah for sure nice mm. nice Right, so moving on to the slightly more in-depth questions. Oh, man. How do you see music progressing over the next five years? And where do you fit into that progression? What a question. (laughs) Um, How do I see music progressing over the next five years? I think... Maybe if not even how you see it, how would you like to? I don't want to change the guy's question, but... (laughs) No, I think... For or at that point in the question when he's asking me how do I, I see myself fitting in it, I've always said like my goal as a singer is to be, I would love to be the male face of UK R&B. That's definitely my goal as a singer and I've always been quite open about that. Mm-hmm. Whether it will happen or not, I don't know, but um, you've got to be ambitious, you know, and I'm definitely going to like do my absolute hardest to work towards that, um, like moving forward. If I can fit in that, be sick, I'm going to give it my best shot. Mm-hmm. always like um work hard stay grounded and what does that look like how will you know when you've realized that goal do i don't know if i'll ever know if i've realized that goal um but it's like i can always work so i've like an end goal i can always work towards it i think that um yeah i i think to be like the face of an r&b i think fe- female if i look at like the female face of uk r&b i think of someone like mahalia Mm-hmm. For example, that's for me, the UK, probably at the female face of R&B, someone who's crafted their own sound, not followed any trends, and someone that um, is really making an impact. And I think, don't feel like there's a male doing that necessarily in like the R&B scene, strictly R&B. I'm, talking yeah, about, yeah. I'm not talking about like Neo Soul, I'm not mm-hmm. talking about like jazz. Um, I definitely think, yeah, that's the, especially as that's the route I'm trying to go down as well. I'd love to just give it my best shot, so... Yeah, because you don't really hear R&B. Well, I personally don't hear R&B as a term thrown around that much. You know what it is, At the moment. It's all sort of at the moment. It's just everyone's on that sort of jazz high. And... There's a lot of it out there. Yeah. And like, I won't go into it too much, but like R&B as a genre in the UK is really poorly represented mm. um, not by the artists but like the other forces out there um, there's a lot of amazing UK R&B uh, which isn't being heard um, like Kaleem Taylor Jack mm. James like Marie Dalstrom for example yeah, yeah she's one of the first that springs to mind when I think of R&B and she's absolutely she's incredible like one like, of the best singers yeah. I've ever heard um and it's just not being represented, I don't think, to its full potential. I think it's one of the most exciting genres out there. Obviously, like, the stuff that Grime has done for UK in the last couple of years has, like, been <sighs> incomparable, obviously. But, yeah, UK R&B has, has got a long way to go in terms of, like, it being supported properly, I think. so. Sure. And I think a lot of the publications and the blogs play a hand in that because it's so yeah. easy to ride the wave of if you're talking about stuff and labelling it as jazz and neo-soul, it's, yeah. it feels more timely and the motive is this is going to increase clicks and stuff, but it's sort of yeah. changing that conversation to, okay, hang on, no, this isn't mm-hmm. jazz. Yeah. This is R&B. Um, we've definitely been guilty of that in, in the past. Just no, labeling. but like, 
understand that like, you've got to make a living. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's completely fair enough. Like, um, I'm just hoping that the, asking where do I see the future of music, I hope that UK R&B is, is alive and well. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my answer to that. And you'll be at the front of that movement. I don't know. I'll give it my best Waving shot. Waving the flag. I'll give it my best shot. So. Nice. So that one sort of covers the other question, which was, what's your vision for the future? But the second half to this person's question is, what sort of impact do you want to make? Well, I guess it's that. Yeah. Sort of the same, really. Yeah, that's... that's. I'd love to be the face of UK R&B. Um, so with that, do you see yourself always being in the UK? Or you mean that in the sense of you would always have your roots in the UK, so you'd always be associated with the scene? Um, I think... Time will tell. I can't <laughs> say too much. On your can't face. say too much, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. So the next one is... Your onstage dance moves... <laughs> do they cut? <laughs> they oh come naturally. Days. Do you pra- do you practice? Nah, man. Like, <laughs> no, nah, I don't practice. Imagine if I practice. So <laughs> I bad. love the idea. That would be so bad. <laughs> like the voice. They're is, not great as the well. The voice is all there. You don't need to practice. No, I'm just, voice, I just. I get so into the music, bro. Like even in the colors thing, you can tell. Like I'm like in the zone. Like um, I'm so in it. Um, I love playing live. Like, love playing live. It's like mm-hmm. saying to like my agent and stuff. Like my booking agent and it's like it's and he like they get it as well. It's like really important, important part of the project for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's just all natural. And if like where the music takes me, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, because they are unique. You've got like yeah. it's all part of the so much more engaging to see someone. Yeah, man. I think moving I think, around like that, like yeah. having a good time, and I think if you can see your uh, my favorite artists that when I look like you can see that they're having if they're having a good time, the audience is gonna have a good time. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think that's that's the main thing about it. I guess it just builds up your personal brand as well, doesn't it? Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Um, just want to give people a good time, and give them their money's worth as well. You know? So, yeah, yeah. So, Life Since Colours, what have you been up to musically? What have you been doing? Yeah, I've just been trying to throw myself in as many sessions. Obviously, like, I could get in with a few more people, which I couldn't get in with before and stuff, which is cool. Um, looking forward to, like, next year, releasing some more music. Um, working on the live side of things. I'm going on a European tour this year as well. No playing a bunch of European dates. Nice. A couple of festivals and stuff. Like, Congrats. four or five days, like... Um, Iceland being one of them never no been to way. Iceland before wow it's like the Northern Lights and that what a festival um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's Wicked. called uh, in Reykjavik so which is cool um, oh that reminds me China <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, was man. that off the back of colours nah it no wasn't. that was random bro like that was random it's had a the booking agent came down to the Notting Hill Arts Club show bearing in mind that's like a 120 cap venue or something and they were at the show and booked me off the back of it like no way that was the weirdest like <laughs> what at, like they spoke to you afterwards and um yeah yeah I think yeah I think my drummer used to play with someone that used to that played the one the year before or something and she was curious and came down or something I'm not really sure like the logistics of that but yeah, the booking agent came down and she booked us to play to China and we flew out in May just before Colours. 
You played yeah. a hundred cap venue and got booked for a music festival in China at the end. <laughs> you must Life have smashed mad. that gig. Life is mad. <laughs> it was crazy. Like China is was a was was fun. It was it was mad though. Like don't get it twisted. It was like it's it's a cool country to go to, but it's like so different to anything Western I like, could yeah. ever imagine. It was a massive culture shock, like for sure. But it was uh it's cool. It was cool. Did you have you got did you have like fans out there? Nah, I don't even have music out there. Because it's like, they, I think the way that they um, distribute music is like completely different to like the Western world. So like, they, it's all different. I don't have any music out in China. Um, but I think it's just, it was like an English, um, it was like an English, I was the only, only English act there as well. Um, no they had Kehlani headlining, which is cool. Um, she was talking about afterwards when she hit me up. Just cool. I was oh, like, oh my god, okay. she saw you in China. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, like, and they had Tove Lo headlining as well. Um, but yeah. It must be quite a cool festival just to book like unknown Bro, people. Honestly, was like the most insane thing. Like the f- stages, they had like three stages and they were like the biggest stages. Like, like bigger than like the main stage of Glastonbury, I'm saying. Jesus. Like absolutely enormous. Like... Like, no expense spared. Like, it was great, really cool experience. And, like, for, like, nothing I'll ever experience again. So that was, like, my first ever festival as well, yeah. which is, like, really China. weird. <laughs> like, but, yeah. Because I, I always assumed that must have been on the back, off the back of um, Colours. No, that was before Colours. That was, like, a month before Colours. Wow. A month before I filmed Colours. Yeah. So, um, Man. Yeah. So have you been, if you can say, obviously, have you been in sessions with... Just, since? like... I've been working with uh, I've been working work with the Louis matters a lot because I feel like that's a relationship I uh, really like to keep there because he allows me to really open up and express myself and like, mm. make the music that I don't feel like I'm pressured to make. It's the music that I want to make. Yeah, and um, I think more importantly, he like lets me use my voice in tracks, which a lot of producers in the UK don't really like so much. I think it's okay. more about the production. Um, but where I want to be as nice is like the thing that makes I think me stand out is 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 the vocal. Like people aren't there to see the production; people are there to see the vocal. So I'm trying to really like hone in on that moving forward as well. So what's the sort of dynamic like in a in a session? I think you use Louis Matters as an example. If yeah, you want, no, I it? think it's like. I'll usually send him a couple of things like before we go in, like, oh my God. I'll send him like something that I've seen. I remember one of them was like an advert. It was like an advert. Uh, it was an advert on like a Logan Paul video. Okay. Don't ask me why I was watching it, but like, I was like, the tune in it was sick. And it, I think it was just like a, it was like a SoundCloud thing. And then ended up making like a song like on that sort of vibe. Um, I can't remember what that was. That was cool. But yeah, but like, I usually have a vibe that I want to go go down. Um, all my songs are like really, really personal to me. Mm-hmm. All my songs. Um, so it's a case of the producer sort of facilitating your... Needs. And yeah, absolutely exactly what it is, man. Um, yeah, it's just like allowing me to open up and express myself at the same time, adding in certain bits. But I think not... Um, pushing it too much like your own input because at the end of the day it's, it's for the artist as well so it's like yeah. finding a balance as well mm-hmm. um, Math Time Joy I work with really well allows me to do that as well he's, he's like one of the most talented producers I've ever met yeah yeah um, one well, disclosure 
How, yeah. did that, how did that how did that come about? Was that in the studio? Was it did you send over vocals no, I, in the I studio went, with No, them? I went to sixth form with Howard. So that's how I, that's how I know. Just go to where. Yeah, I haven't spoken to him in a while, but yeah. He's been busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So So how do I know you said you've been in the studio quite a bit recently. How does it work with setting up like a studio session? Is mm. it a case of you hit people up? Does your um, manager reach out to people? Most of the time, um, it'll, I think quite a lot of time it will be management. But like recently, I've been putting quite a lot of it in myself because it's been like people that I've been talking to online because they've been like, oh, I really like your colours. And I'll be like, oh, I'd love to get in a session. Like Jay Gray, for example. Like, that's how we met. Um, it's through colours. She saw my colours. She's like, oh, you're sick. And I was like, we should definitely write. So now I'm writing a couple of stuff for her as well oh, now. Nice. So, which is really cool. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, man. She's she's sick. And there's, yeah, just a bunch of people. Like, it's it's quite, it's just a collaborative thing. Like, it's very free. Like, and I'm still at that point now where I can jump in with who I want to make. And I feel like it's, 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 it's a good way to do it while I can. It must be quite so. daunting. Yeah. Getting in a studio with it someone is. for the... For the first time, it's like first dates are bad enough, and all you've got to do is like talk it is your like, like a native first date. tongue. No, like, that's, <laughs> it's exactly. It's like a, it's a really good comparison. It's like a first date. You're thrown in with someone you've never met before, and effectively, you've got to tell them like your life story. We don't have to. That's a bit of an intense first date. Like, you know, a little you've got insight to, like, into a session with James Vickery. No, there. no. But it's like you've got to like effectively like the way I write songs is that I'm like they're very passionate. They're very like. Is like here's everything, like even like the lyric in, in until is everything I'll give to you, darling. Until we reach morning, like it's all very like intense and like very. Sure. If you've not met that person before, it can be a bit like, okay, this is a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, no. If they're like professional and stuff, and it's fine. But yeah, some people you just don't gel with. Like, like I've worked with people that are like really really talented like big name producers and I just didn't gel with them mm-hmm. but then there's people that are smaller and I really do gel with them. I think it's just finding that bond of people and the small group of people that you can really really like um, work well with and be comfortable with and then can offer something that you can't always necessarily think of as well so yeah and is is there ever a point where you sort of look at each other and you sort of know between you that it's not quite working or you sort of protected by the like booking slot of the studio and you just sort of ride no, out. I think it's like time. I think there 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 often is a point. I think a younger me would have been like awkward quite awkward and just been like, Oh yeah, this is really cool, really cool. But like I think now I'm like old enough to say that if it's not working, it's been like, Okay, let's try something else. There is always something else we can try. Like yeah. I don't think any session, one thing I've learned is like no session is bad. You always learn something from it. I was like, um, learned that like now, like even like the sessions I've been like, oh, that was terrible. I was like taking something away from that. Um, or like sessions that are good, like you always never stop learning, man. Like, I always think like, for me, like I don't, I think I, I said this to someone the other day, like I always felt like I was, I was felt comfortable singing. Songwriting is another completely different thing. I don't think I was born to be a songwriter. I've mm-hmm. actually learned how I have to learn how to do that. Um, I wasn't a naf- naturally gifted songwriter. I think I've had to learn how to do that. And there's been like producers that have been like, "No, you should do this. Like, if you do this, it will like." And I've just taken like bits of information and really tried to like hone in on my craft and just try and become the best songwriter I can be and like work with other people that allow me to open up. Yeah. Well, it seems like it's working. 
I'm getting there. I'm getting <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, for sure, man. But we never stop. All right. Well, sadly, we've reached the end of our time limit. But it's been a pleasure. No, man. Thank you so much. As I said, like anyone that picks up the genre, I'm happy to support. So thank you very much for having me. It's no, been I appreciate really it. I feel like we've got you before. I think in a year later, I was trying to get you on the podcast. It'd be, <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be not tough. At all, not at all. Thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah, so thank you. And um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Anyone who's watching or listening, stay tuned for more guests soon.